It's time for another edition of the Sports Chumps. Ortiz fights it off center field. Damon running to the plate, and he can keep on running to New York. Look, if you had one shot, one opportunity, seize everything you ever wanted, one moment. Welcome back to the Sports Chumps, episode 14, 14 deep on the Sports Chumps. Sitting to my right, my broadcast partner on Facebook to your left, man needs no introduction. Waves for the babes, curls for the girls, master of disaster, king of sting, a.k.a. the dream. What's going on, brother? How you doing? What's my name? Mikey Nails. Nails. Solid. Solid. As we've got a little visual of the Solid. Uh, of a new... 30 for 30 or t- some type of documentary on the uh, the 86 Mets where, of course, Lenny Dykstra, who was another original Nails before he was like doing blow and throwing F-bombs all over ESPN. But uh, back in the day, he was Nails. But uh, they said, you're a different Nails. You're nails. nails. You're Nails for other reasons. I don't know why yeah, he became nails. nails. I put a glide in your stride and a dip in your hip. Well, you, you get things done and Nails... See, I, Nails to me, that signifies somebody who's who's there for you. Somebody who's got your back. I try. Who's that, and that's how I, I threw the nickname on you. That's 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 how it came about. If any, if any uh, Sports Chumps fans and our Sports Chumps family would like to know how it came about as you being Nails... Uh, my situation was a little different. The dream thing happened back in 03 when I started doing radio. It was sort of a little catchy thing during a contest. Hakeem the dream. Well, I mean, I'm definitely not Elijah on. I'm not posting anybody up on uh, down on the box on Sunday morning, but it's all, it's all good. Ramadan. How'd your week go? My week went well. I'm working uh, like an animal. Uh, yeah. The week went well. I got one more day of work, then I got three days off. Uh, you know, took care of my mom as always. Did a little uh, taking care of me. Yeah. Did some stuff around the house, starting to put all the stuff away, all the summer stuff, all the patio furniture, and just, you know, just, just, starting to clean up and all that stuff. Just to let you know, this is by far, I, I if, if you could tell me to suspend time, which you can't, and seasons, this is it for me. So, as soon as September 1 hits the calendar, yeah, it's like, sure. I feel like, well, I feel like summer's over, the beach time's over, you know I'm not a beach guy. No. So, it's that whole, like, where it gets cool, where, like, you know, obviously I got the AC on tonight in the cave, it's nice, it's comfortable, I get it. But we don't need that much because it's getting cooler outside. Mm-hmm. But I just love that time where the leaves start to, I don't want them to fall yet, but I'm saying that dude, where the colors change, it's just a, it's a it's, wonderful time. It's the tail end of baseball. So I got the tail end of baseball season. You got football starting up last week, college football, pro football, NBA will be starting in another month or two with hockey. It just, all the seasons kind of come into full force. I love these three months, September, October, November, my three favorite months of the year. It's a good feeling time of the year. It is. It's you good have feel. A good, good feeling. Feel. You, you know what's yeah. funny? You wake up, you feel energized. It's not too hot. It's not too cold. You get through the day. It's just good. It's a good thing. Well, that's the thing. Even you being probably a summer guy and a little bit, maybe once in a while, like you said, with your sweetheart, you go to the beach once in a while. 
You still don't want that day where it's 102. No. I you remember a couple of years ago, I went to Camden Yards with Paulie Voigt, and it was 102, and it was I was Miserable. sweltering out there. So my point is, this is nice where it just gets to that weather where I don't have to worry about that 95, 96 type day, because that's just, I, I don't roll that way. 105 is a little much. I, I, I said 102. I think it was 102 at, uh, at um, Camden Yards that day. As the Sox, as the Sox got one hit, it was the, one of the worst games ever. Voigt likes to leave in the third inning, but for that day... For you some, want to go get states. No, but usually, for some reason, that day, we stayed for seven innings as the Sox got blinked, and I'm like, get me out of here. Help me. You know, save me from myself. I don't want to see any more of this. Like, that would have been the day where he should have said, let's mail it in. But it was all, it was all good. It was a nice yeah. trip. And, uh, Camden Yards is nice. And we'll I've talk driven, about... I've, well, I've well, driven through yeah. Boston on the way to Florida a couple of times. And uh, Boston's no... Uh, it's no holiday over there, that's for sure. No, I agree. And that that in in on the harbor down in Baltimore, where they got you know they're known for the crab and the king crab and all mm. that. They got a McCormick and Schmitz. They got some nice the little places down there. That's a, yeah, it's, yeah. This is some bad. You take a side. You take a side street. You might oh. not. You may not make it home. And I think I told you that story. I took a uh, a little like a little tea ride from uh, my hotel room back in 05 to the stadium, and you just saw so much destitute debris. It was just awful it's watching. Awful. It. Went yeah. by the stadium where the Ravens play. It's not. A pretty sight. The wire, yeah, is Baltimore to a T. Oh my God, you put me on the wire. Great show. What we got over here to my right behind well, me. Well, new candle, new candle for all our uh, Facebook Live listeners and our viewership. Uh, Mikey Nails weeks back got us the new the uh, would you say would you call it? Uh, it's called Mind and Strength. I don't know, I don't know what to make of that, but we got rid of lavender lemonade. We're moving on. We've got Mind and Strength. I don't know if that's supposed to make us think more or be a little bit more, uh, you know, you got the, deep in thought. You got the love juice in the hair tonight. I, 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 we'll let it, well, let's just keep it at that. No, it's, it, different gels do different things to my hair. This was a harder gel, so no, it was a more firm oh, gel. You have, you have a variety of gels in the bathroom? Honestly, to be honest with you, I'm not knocking Antonio's, but when I go to work, I have a specific gel that I use that works for me for work. And then if I go out and have like a social... So when you go out, is it the hotter look or the smoother the look? The hotter look when I go out. And when you're at Antonio's, it's the I drier go the, look? I go with the depth gel, yeah. The, the what gel? Depp. D-E-P. Oh, Depp. It's, it's the I buy the tubes and uh, it works. We D-E-P, get it done. D-E-P, like Johnny yeah. Depp? Yeah. D-E-P. No, he's D-E-P-P, Yeah, like, but he's but yes. D-E-P. You're yeah. doing de- and, what do you, and what's the gel when you go like tonight? Um, oh, God, I forgot what it's called, but my ah. my hairdresser, Brenda, gave it to me. It's it's a, it's blue. It's sh- it's nice. It really works, and it, and it holds. It's firm. You know, but you got to be careful now because I'm starting to lose a little of the uh, of the lettuce. So I got to like yeah, try to... You still got a full uh, head of hair. I don't know about that, but thank you. I don't know about what, that. What you, you're not going to start doing a comb over anytime soon. <laughs> um, you know, she gave me something a couple of years ago for the sideburns because I look like Paulie Walnuts. No, you're making a face. I, are you, are I, you I, doing I, the coloring? I didn't use You're it. not going to grow the wings? You need wings. I did get a little the, pinky ring. Years ago, I did do the hair thing for men and stuff, and I was in the shower one day, and there was black stuff all over. It was it was good down my neck. It was sticking. It was ugly. Oh, you must all right, have been we, a mess. No, it was I. You were a mess. <laughs> I wasn't what happy. a mess. I wasn't happy. Well, let's get on to sports. I mean, we got people that want to hear what's been going on. All in the right, world of we're gonna start. Let's get going. We're ready to rock, lock, loaded, ready to go. We're gonna talk NFL sports chumps episode thirteen. Week one. 14. Ep- episode 14. Correction. Episode 14. You are right. Episode 14. Thank Why you. Why do they say 13? Because 13 was last week. Yeah, I had a little little moment there. It's okay. Okay. NFL week one. Ratings are up. The ratings, 17.4 million tuned in, up 7% from 2020. That possibly could be because of COVID. 
possibly could not be because of COVID. But that's a good that's a good thing. The ratings are up. People are engaging and they are watching the NFL. I know a couple of years back, people weren't going to watch it. They're taking the knee. They're not doing the knee. They're doing it. It's, it's just, just watch the game. Yeah, I, Whatever they I, do, is they're going to do it. You're not going to control it. I, watch the game. Enjoy it. I don't want to play the COVID card again, but no. I just hope that some of these stadiums, and I don't know what Foxborough did up at Gillette the other day, but I remember last year they were talking about how Buffalo, if you went to Rich Stadium in New York, you'd have to show a vaccination card to no, prove you can get in. requiring you to walk into that stadium was just on... Uh, uh, ESPN or, okay. or, or Fox Sports, you need to be vac- vaccinated to walk into that stadium. If you're not vaccinated, you're not going to the game. Wh- which stadium? Buffalo. Oh, so not all of them then? No, no, no. So no. you're saying Foxborough with 60 Lodge the other, the other day, it's a, it's a free-for-all. Is that what yeah. you're telling me? No. Nah. So what do I care about up in Buffalo, New York? I'm saying if I want to go to Foxborough, and I, oh, was in, no. and I was invited to that game Sunday, I wasn't able to attend because I had some family stuff. Prior to Okay. So then I had baseball going on with playoffs. Uh, you know, it's our stretch run. We're going to talk about it later. But um, I was just hoping, even my mother was sitting there. She's not a big sports fan, and she's saying that's a lot of people there. And I said, yeah, it's, it's you know, we're still, we're still in that COVID era here where we're just saying to ourselves, you're going to tell me COVID and spread all around Foxborough on Sunday. Let's let's avoid it. I know. No. Okay. All right. Let's avoid it. No, Just I get because it. Because you're healthy. I'm healthy. You're vaccinated. I'm vaccinated. I don't really care what anybody else does. I know I take care of myself. You take care of you. Yeah, right. You you worry about your mom and your brother. I Big worry time. about my mom. Big time. My friends that are all close to no, me. Right. right. They're all solid. Where I, I hang I hang around with a bunch of solid people, and whatever anybody else does is none of my business. That's it. Okay. I worry about my circle. And I'm, I'm not good. saying this equates to me, but suppose you, you're a hairdresser. Just give you, I just want to throw a quick example before we move on to the sports end of and it. it. You're a hairdresser, you know, is at the game Sunday, mm-hmm. living it up, living large, tailgating, yeah. 60,000, yelling, spitting, sweating, the but whole she, nine. And I talk to her, but I feel more confident because I'm vaccinated. I get it. I'm not saying that. I get it. I'm not, I know people that, have, that are vaccinated get it, but I think that the percentage of you not getting it mm-hmm. while you're vaccinated is pretty good. Now, let's not get too farther into it because we're going to start getting into the political side of it. So, I no, I apologize. I just want to let no, you know. No, no, yeah, no. I just want no, I, 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 I want. I, I understand what you're saying. I do want to let you know, I, as you know, I worry about my mom. You worry about Roberta. Hmm. And I'll tell you one thing. My mother was supposed to get a haircut about a week ago. She decided for whatever reason not to go. Mm-hmm. She believes it's another Seinfeld episode. Her hair, her hairdresser, a nice guy, Guy Val, he's a little bit of a close talker. And she's uncomfortable the whole nine yards. She decided yeah. not he's to go. He's in your space. She decided not to go. He calls her three days later and says, thank God you didn't come in because I went to a wedding the other day and every you know I got COVID and this one's got COVID. So my point is, do you need to get your hair done that bad? I don't need to no. go get my hair cut that bad no, right my now. Mother just, That's how I feel. My mother just started going out two weeks ago since COVID. She hasn't left the house, but she also did have an operation on her on her feet. So, you know, God bless her. She's been through a rough time. Yeah. My father passed and then yeah. my aunt passed and then the dog yeah, she's passed. She's been through a lot. You want to see her be able to go my out. My grandmother's you, you sister wanna, passed. Yeah, yeah it's, if it's you, you can't even enjoy it, though. If you got to think like, nah, you know. she doesn't want it. She's not in the mood to go out. And when we do, when she does go out, I take her out and we do our thing. All right. I did this to us. I'm sorry to get no, going no, no, here with no, the sports chumps. No, too much, fine. Too much no. stuff that has nothing I'm to do not with sports. No, but I'm upset because I always let it get to me and I wear it on my sleeve and it just, it still bothers me, the whole COVID thing. It's just, it's not going away and it just bothers me. It's not going to. Well, I think you're going to put it like, we're going to, I'm going to say this and we're going to go on to the NFL. Yeah. Put it in your mind from, what's the date today? The 15th? Yeah. Episode 14. 14 15th, on September 15th. 15th on the 14th. Yeah. From this day on, COVID's not going away. Yeah. It's the flu. You're going to get, it's just keep it in your mind. And just hope that you survive it. That's it. Basically, Get the vaccine. Just, okay. Do your thing. Mind your business. 
Well, there you go, Michael. Take the shot. Get the shot. That's and it. I'm not telling people to do it, but please. No, just get you the do shot. what you got to do. You do what you do. You do what you think is right for you and your family. Whatever anybody else does, it's not going to change your life. Whether they come in contact with you or not, as long as you're vaccinated, you're good. With all this bullshit, with all, all the, you would think. Yeah. Well, you have to have that mentality. No, right. Just to, 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 not, to not go nuts. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. So, but we're getting into the it's NFL. Dumb. Let's it's get dumb. back to the Patriots and Dolphins Sunday. Tough loss, 17 16. Pats are 0 1. Let's do it. Yeah, Mac Jones. Great performance by Mac Jones. Uh, I know that there's a lot of controversy going on saying that I'm going to get right to the chase because I know you got stats and I got stats. We'll talk about the stats eventually. Mm-hmm. We're going to cut right to the chase. We had this conversation. You're saying that it's a pathetic loss. They should have won because it was a it was a conference game or whatever you were saying. And I said, well, you can look at it from from both ends of the of the spectrum. It's a it's a bad loss. But it's a great thing to see that we actually have a quarterback. Huge. That last it's, that it's last huge. part, you and I are 100% in concert together. The other two parts, I didn't say, I don't think I said earlier that it was pathetic. Well, I said it was. I, I threw the I, adjective I, all right, in there. I thought it was a bad loss because it was at home and it's a, and you said conference. It was a division game. That's a huge, those are hard because you know what? You, I meant division. Okay, I'm sorry. So you got three, you, you, there's four teams in that division. You play, you know, you got six games. So, you, you know, you're hoping that you beat Miami twice. You're hoping that you split with Buffalo. You assume that you're going to beat the Jets twice. I mean, I, not that the Patriots, as we just saw Sunday, they're good enough to say this is a win, that's a win, but. You've already got a loss to start the season in your division, and I hate to say it, we're going to get into it later, but this Jets game on Sunday in the Meadowlands is already a must-win for the Patriots. They cannot go 0-2 on the season and 0-2 in the division. That I will tell you. I'm going to make a bold statement right here. The Patriots aren't going anywhere this year. They're not. They're an average team. You said that before, and I thought, I thought with all the listen. But, but see, now look at my end of it. With all the money they spent in free agency, two hundred and fifty-two million dollars guaranteed money, one hundred and thirty-six million, whatever the money, the numbers were. Throw that into the mix. We still didn't know about the. Wait, hold on. We still didn't know about the quarterback. We found out Sunday that after that first play where he looked like he was going backwards a little bit, a little bit of nervous. a rough play to start yeah. the game. This kid was on point, twenty-nine for thirty-nine for two eighty-five and a touchdown. This kid. Could be the real deal. So now I'm going in thinking it's going to be a yeah, an off season, maybe eight and nine, nine and eight, ten and seven, whatever. After seeing what I saw Sunday, you would think that they they'd have a better chance to have a good season. And you said earlier, there's no season; they're not going anywhere. Well, they're not a Super Bowl contender, but no, that doesn't not. mean their season's dead. They, no. they could bag a wild card. It's not impossible. They're not gonna. So they're not even making the playoffs in your no. eyes. You know, no, see, absolutely not. This could be one of those, like you know, the half glass full, the half glass empty. You you look at like Sunday's game and some of the mistakes that were made, whether it was the penalties, whether Damian Harris fumbling on the on inside the red zone with three eighteen left, devastating turnover. I get it. Uh, the kid Ramondi Stevenson. All the money in the, the world game. is not going to stop turnovers. Those things are fixable. Those things. I'm saying if they clean it up a little bit, uh, and, jo- I, and Jones is what Jones could be, said, they still could have a good season. I said, and and you you said you're wrong, because I, I, I probably am because you're definitely a sports guy. I said that Harris carried the ball 25 times. 23. Tw- 23. I'm off two. I thought it was 25. For a stick. For a C note. Okay. It's nice. All right. Nice stats. They got two other running backs. One's on punishment. Now you got three other running backs. One's on punishment because Bilicek is a he's stubborn. He's a stubborn guy. That's a nice way to put it. He, I was gonna say something else, We're but trying I to clean it up here on the stubborn. chumps. I got it. Don't be stubborn. And there wouldn't have been a turnover. Stop. 
I think your rationale is you, you benched Stevenson early in the game after a turnover, after a fumble, and you ended up picking your poison with Damian Harris, overusing him possibly, and, Very, and, and, yes, and, it back, overused. And, it, and it backfired. Some running backs like to get fed all game. They don't want to go away from it. Look at look at Dallas. The okay, anyway, so who's coaching the team, Harris or Belichick? Well, Belichick is, but 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 Harris. Uh, so God, who, who, I want who the ball. Blame, who are we blaming the loss? I'm a on? pitcher. I are want we the blaming ball. the loss on the poor coaching decisions or the poor playing, the poor security of the ball? Because Mac Jones didn't have a bad game. Aaron Rodgers didn't have that game. He didn't have. Aaron Rodgers has been in the league for how long? Fifteen years. He had a shitty game. Yeah, awful. No, I listen. I agree. I mean, I just the saw kid. A- the kid played a good game. I would. I would love to see any quarterback that's been in the league. Three years or more to have the game, that, and I'm not blowing blowing them up because Mac Jones is Mac Jones. I like to see any quarterback quarterback that's been in the year for three in the NFL three years or more have that kind of game, the first game of the season. I, I think a lot of people saw the running game from from Jump Street in this game where the Patriots were moving the football, and it looked like as the game went on in the second half that they did not do that. That's not because Stevenson fumbled; he was not the lead back. Harris is still their lead back, I get and it. Stevenson's job is to spell him and not have him in a situation where he spent in the fourth quarter. He was spent. Which, like you said, he was probably spent. You had Brandon Bolden carrying the ball a couple of times. He's a special teamer. You had J.J. Taylor, who was a healthy scratch. He didn't even play in the game after a great preseason. And, of course, James White got a couple of touches in the backfield. So, it, it was. It, listen, it's a difficult way to lose a game when you still had a chance to win. Um, but all the money they spent on defense... I wasn't impressed with the defense. I thought that there were a lot of defense play- sucked. There were a lot of plays where uh, you know, and I thought a lot of times Tua looked lost, dropping back, running around like he didn't know where he was going. They got that one pick by Jonathan Jones that set up a potential score for the Patriots. They just couldn't punch the ball in. It seemed like they let Jones throw the ball thirty nine times, but they they kept the kid gloves on him when he was in the red zone. So it just seemed like they would they would just content to try to get three and have Nick Falk kick field goals. For- You're not going to win a lot of games kicking threes. No, from the from the feeling I got from the fans, I don't think anyone has felt. This good on the heels of a Patriot loss. There hasn't been anybody that said, "Oh Jesus, they lost." Well, because last, because last year you saw Cam Newton. You now you saw a kid who's there's no. I'm saying Cam's gone. No, yeah. I know he's gone. We're yes. not, listen, I'm not wasting no. any podcast. I'm sick time of hearing on, about Cam. I'm not wasting podcast I'm not time you. on Cam Newton. I'm not yeah, saying you. There was a lot of because there was. A, I was listening to some sports shows, ESPN, yeah. some podcast, some podcasts. I always try to compare our podcasts, other people's podcasts. Yeah. I listened to some AM talk, sports talk. The, the, the question was, would Cam Newton have won this game? No. 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 He's, no. Cam Newton, let's just get it out there. I'm okay with losing with Mac Jones the way they lost yes. Sunday. And I don't like the loss because it's a home and, loss and it's, in the and, division. And don't turn it into no. a racist thing. It's not a racist thing. I know his father started doing all this crazy well, uh, stuff. Speaking of, you mentioned the podcasting. I guess he was on with his dad. And I guess his father, from what people tell me in my camp, he's got a, he's got a little bit of Lonzo Ball's father in him. You know, so I'm just letting you know, they, want, they can't wait to play that race card when things don't go their way. It's not a race and, thing. And they're probably sitting there if, saying... If, 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 if you have a... If you have an African-American guy, if you have a, a white guy, if you have a Chinese guy, if you have a Spanish guy, if you have... Give me another race. If you have a Swedish guy, if you have a... a Turkish a, a guy. Turkish guy. Doesn't matter. If you can play, you Whoever's can play. Whoever's better than whoever is starting the game. That's it. It has nothing to do with race. Stop the race bullshit. It's, it's too much now. It's over with it. Cam Newton's not coming back. He's never playing for the Patriots no, again. there's still people lobbying from. Yeah, but, like stop. But there are a lot of people. I think the majority of Patriot Nation is is upset about the loss on Sunday, but very happy about what they saw from the quarterbacks. One game. No, and I think the kids. I think the kids legit long term. I think he's the answer. Well, he's not Allen Iverson, but 
And I no, <laughs> I think the wins and losses will take care of themselves. Yes. Um, like I told you, we go back to the defense they a little bit. They need to improve in the defense. Yeah. The coaching the, decisions have to be better. Well, I mean, you saw Tua throwing those slants to Devontae Parker. That's where, where Steph Gilmore would be. Gilmore's out on the pup list, at least for the first six weeks. You should have paid the guy the money. Let him play. Play it out. If you're going to try to win 12 or 13 games this year, you need Steph Gilmore to do that. You can't have Jalen Mills and Jawan Williams trying to cover the number one receiver or the number two receiver from the Dolphins or anybody else. And I know Belichick's trying to make a statement by punishing people. They're not in high school, Bill. Stop. If, if, if the kid wasn't on punishment in the doghouse, if he wasn't riding the pine, if he didn't have the dunce hat in the corner. Yeah. Maybe there wouldn't have been a fumble. We wouldn't be talking about. I we actually wouldn't be talking about a win. I actually think they were fortunate because there were a couple other times that they well, fumbled and they Myers, recovered it. Well, uh, my big thing was Myers missed that catch. You, I know you said you forgot. Yeah, about no, it. no, I didn't. Fe- yeah, I did. I initially I did, but it was a big play. Third and four. If he catches it, I think he was looking at the defensive player that he was, was closing in on him. Got the uh, we've seen that a million times, yeah. and usually he's the guy that always catches it first. He's not big a big yak guy. Yards after catch. No. He's more of a possession receiver. But he was in motion. That play was working during the game. McDaniel's. I thought McDaniel's did a good job calling the plays. I thought. The, the, no, they, they mix it up not, nice. Th- not every play was bad, but there were some bad decisions made. Yeah, and it looked one like one of the top yeah. bad decisions that were made was putting a kid on the bench that should have been running the ball a couple of times. Yeah, I'm going to keep going back to that. Yeah, I thought in the second half they started using the two tight ends with with John o. Smith and uh, Hunter Henry. I thought they were an integral part of the offense as the game went along, mm-hmm. and I think we go forward. We're going to see them in the red zone a little bit more, and the Patriots. Utilized well, they had them. a hard time when they were in when they were in my um um. They were in Miami territory. They couldn't. They had a no. That's what I'm they saying. Which, he got time. down, and it's like you know, is that a, is that was that play calling? Was that just guys weren't open? Henry's coming off so a shoulder got, injury. Bit, I think you got a little bit of this going on. I think I think Mac from looking at Mac Jones' play, and I'll, I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm probably going to get some negative feedback. But I think he's able. Of course, he's getting calls from the coaches, but I think he might be smart enough and able to read the defense where he could make his own plays the next game. Give him a couple of times where he makes his own calls. Let him call an audible. Let him do what he let him do what he can do. Tell you one thing, he can do is he can get rid of the ball quick. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm he, just he's saying very he's composed. precise. He's precise. He's wow, his mental toughness for somebody that just started his first game in the NFL is unbelievable. now. Of course, I don't know if you see these little side shows, these little side stories. I guess you know when he threw the first touchdown to Nelson Aguilar, who yes. actually played a, he played a good ball game also. He did, and I thought Kendrick Bourne in the second half made a couple of good plays. One play got wiped out by that stupid play by Shaq Mason, where he came in and hit the guy from behind, got a 15 yard penalty, brought back a nice 20 yard play by Bourne. But I, I think of all these little side stories of things that happen. If you notice, he didn't want the fir- the ball. His first touchdown, they tried to give it to him, and he tried to give it to somebody else, and he gave it to Hoyer. I don't know if that was his way of saying, I don't want this first one. I want many more. I don't think he was being a jerk about it, but no. I think people are making a big deal about it. Like, you know what? Enjoy it. Take it. Take it in. Usually, they, you know, you give it to someone on the sidelines. They put it away for you, kind of like you see me with the game balls. Yeah. And you make Mac sure Jones you— Jones said, yeah. Yeah. You, you, yeah, but at that moment, it looked like he didn't care about it because no. I think he was looking at the big picture. In he's, his mind, he's yeah. going to say it's going to be a lot more times than I get the I ball. think that's what he meant. That's, he and I'm okay he's with that. He's not being a punk. No, no, not at all. If anything, he's a little he's a little nasally with his press conference. I don't know if he's shy. I heard, him on, he, the, I heard him on the radio. I like See, him. The thing, I like the thing him. everyone keeps talking about is I missed the first play. I missed the debacle of the first play. Oh, my, Mike, it was so bad. It was so bad. I'm saying to myself, oh, my God. Me and my brother looked at each other. Like, he literally... 
He dropped back, and of course, Flores brought the house on the first play, and he looked like he did not know where he was. And he just kind of like flipped it backwards. Now, you can't just flip it backwards. That's no. that's a live football. Yeah. So they lost like 10, 10 yards, whatever it was on the first play, and I'm Same saying, oh my God. Yeah, and it's just he gathered himself, and when he had time to throw, and he, and he stepped up in the pocket many times. Mm. He had good awareness, and that those are things you really can't teach. I think he really has, I think he oh. has the package. He, might, he, has a, he has a football IQ. Big time. Played for Nick Saban in Alabama. I think he's. I think he's the next guy. Just. I want you to just think about this right now, moving forward. Wow. I mean, I love you to death. You're just go hit the decline on Sports that. Sports chumps here, episode fourteen. Yeah, just just, Dr- just decline that. Dreams going off the screen. I don't for a know second. who that is. New Jersey. Who the hell is that? No, decline. Not yeah, decline. You're hitting wave. Wow. Oh my god. Episode 14, the Sports Chumps dream nails in the cave, getting it done. I don't know what just happened, but phones were ringing off the hook. I don't know. Decline, wave. I don't know what was going You're on. You're listening to the Sports Chumps. <laughs> you can check us out at thesportschumps.com. You can email Mike Dean at thesportschumps at gmail.com. Starting the first week in October, the Sports Chumps, we are going to be on 88.1 FM. W-E-L-H, every Thursday night at 8 p.m. So if you don't want to go on Facebook Live, you don't want to go to Spotify, you can hear us on Thursday nights at 8 p.m. On your dial, in your car, in your house, 88.1 FM W-E-L-H. Check us out on Spotify. All our podcasts are up there. Number 14 will be up tonight. I'm kind of mad that I work on a Thursday night. It'd be nice to like just be driving in the car and all of a sudden say, "Who are these two knuckleheads talking sports?" Hey, we're going. Battling. We're gonna go from. We're gonna go from. I don't know. We got like a, a couple of hundred listeners on Spotify to sixty thousand listeners. That's big. Well, we're tr- I'm trying. We're trying. We're obviously, trying. obviously, we have to clean our brand up a little bit. Yes, not we that we're, to not we're messy, up. but you we know, have, we have to tighten it up. We, we got to clean it up. You know, anybody it's, reaching out for the dream right now? Uh, the dream. We got we got Taylor's on there. Yeah. Uh, droopy dog. Dog solid. Uh, who's Dominic? That guy, Dominic again. Johnny Lubo's watching. Wesley Pennington is watching. We got some. We got some. We got some watchers. Watchers. So, oh yeah, first first week is in the books for the Patriots. We're gonna jump around the NFL a little bit, but we the Patriots go to the Meadowlands to play the Jets on Sunday, and what I'm gonna call an early. I hate to say this when you're playing the Jets because we always say it: J E T S yeah. Jets. They're the Jets. The, the well, they're gonna win. They're gonna win a football game. You're gonna win. They're gonna win. They're gonna beat the Jets. You gotta win a football game. You got New Orleans in Week Three coming in with with Sean Payton and Jameis Winston who threw five. I'm gonna make a bold statement. I'm gonna make a bold statement, and and and. I've noticed that there's been a lot of jumpers. They've gone from the Patriots to the Buccaneers. Nobody, nobody even knows where Tampa Bay is, and they, all of a sudden they're Tampa Bay fans. Okay, well I'm, they're Brady I'm, fans. They're not Tampa fans. Yeah. They're Brady fans. Yeah. But go ahead. But uh, I'm gonna make a bold statement, and you, if 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 you want to punch me, you can. Yeah. Okay. I believe that game four, it's it's Tampa Bay versus New England mm-hmm. in New England. Yeah. I think there's gonna be so much hype with this game, and uh, you could correct me if I'm wrong. I think that Tom Brady is going to piss his pants and he's going to lose. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. I just think they have so much. I think they could overcome an average Brady game and still win that game in Foxborough. And we're not getting into predictions three weeks away. It's not till October. Uh, you, I think you it's October think, you, do you think that the, the, the Tampa Bay game against Dallas, I mean, Dak Prescott had a hell of a game. Oh, so you think they found a little hang glitch on. in the armor no, no, of, of, of no, 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 no. Tampa and D? No, no. Do you think there was a little bit of a fluke 
at the end. I'm not saying that we haven't seen Brady do that before. I'm not saying that. I think it was a little fluky, though. No, it looked to me like it was just what Brady's been doing, first of all, for 21, I, I 22 years. I said that. Yeah. But I think it was... What was I fluky about it? it? Because... You're watching... Wait, hold on. You're watching Dak drive down for a potential to win a game. And Chris Collinsworth, the analyst, who I think is one of the best, and I don't care what people no, don't like I, him, I think he's great. I'm not... He says... He says right when they're on the 30 or 40, wherever you they gave were. Him, you gave him all the time. No, he's, te- no he's saying even before that, he said, don't give him... He said, this is like four down territory. You want to bang six here. And I believe even if they put six in, Brady would have came down and got seven, and he still would have won the game because he was going to do whatever he had to do to win the game. But in a situation where you're de- well, in a situation where you're down two or whatever it was, you bang the field goal because they got out of field goal range. And of course, Collinsworth, he changed his MO and said, all right, now you got to kick it because now you get, if you get no point, you'll lose the game. But I'm looking at the clock, and I'm, I got people texting me about, oh, what a great game. And this, and I said, there's a minute 21 left. You're gonna give. You're gonna give number 12 a minute 21 left. You're gonna lose the football game. I'm not saying. And I'm not saying. I don't know what was fluky listen, about that. Listen, I just don't get Tom it. Tom Brady is the greatest. He's a great competitor. He's the greatest football player ever. And everyone says he's the greatest quarterback. He's the greatest football player. Ever. And still is at 44. He still is. Yes. Okay. But I just think that I know he's done it a thousand times. Okay. I don't know. It's just something in my mind is saying that. He's not going to do that too much this year. He's not. It's not going to happen too many times this year. I know you're laughing at me. No, he's already out of the gates doing it, though. Keep, it's like, what, what? Keep, keep laughing no, at me just because I, you already owe me dinner. Yeah. Because so, I told you that. Th- I oh, told so we're going to throw a bet on No, I told you that mac and cheese was going to start. Yeah. Okay, I told you that. You said, no, he's not. I said, yes, yeah, he is. I thought, no, he's not. I thought Bill, you knew it was, I thought Bill was on Cam's You knob. knew it was a scam when yeah. Cam knew and said, I got a guy that COVID. I don't have COVID. It's all it's right. a scam. You're doing the scam because it was already known before he went for that COVID test or non-COVID test. Belichick said, you're not starting. This guy's starting. So he did the, the flop. He did what I call the Rhode Island flop. You get into the accident, you go on a, out on the case for, for yeah, four years. Could be right it's the that. flop. Yeah, I got okay? you. Now, I'm going to make another bold prediction. Game four of the Patriots and Tom and um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay, the Patriots are winning, and you're gonna take me out for dinner twice. Outright, outright. Patriots are gonna win the game. No spread. Patriots I'm not winning giving that you football. a spread. No. I'm just telling you, the Patriots are winning that game, and we're gonna go for dinner gonna twice. Be a, they're gonna be. A we're gonna go once before you go away, and once when you come back. Because this could be an epic thing. As far as no that, epic. forget about last year with no the COVID epic. thing. But this no, year, forget no, the COVID. Ta- hold on, I'm talking about as far as spreads go. I'm talking about the Patriots actually will be a home dog in this game, which you haven't seen in 20 years probably against anybody where they're a dog at home. Patriots are winning game four. Wow. Their game four, they're winning. All right, well, I want to do dinner before that game, so then I'm going to end up owing you two dinners. I want to put no, one. No, then I got to take you off. No, dinner. I want to put one behind me because the Patriots ain't winning that game. They're winning the game. Wow. Patriots are winning the game. Wow. I, I called Mac Jones, right? Yes, yes, you did. Okay. You did. And you, you've you earned your meal. Now you're, you're not going to, listen, I'm not saying, uh, I'm not, sh- cra- I'm not take, I, I, I'm not disrespecting Tom Brady. He is the greatest football player that ever lived, greatest quarterback, however you want to word it. But you're not going to see him do what he did game one versus the Cowboys too many more times this year. It's now, not happening. Now how about how about some of the other players that were in that game? Hold on a second. They, all right, their defense right, gave up. Hold Dak on. They, 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 yeah, the defense gave up some points. Prescott threw for over 400. But Oof. Dallas is used to doing just enough to lose football games because that's what they do. Well, I'm proud of his comeback. That was nice. We saw hard knocks. He didn't throw a ball the whole preseason. He didn't run the ball with the ankle. 
I thought a couple of times he looked a little rough trying to run it to the left yeah. sideline. He looked like a guy who like hadn't played in eleven months. I get it. Well, but, he, oh, he, no, he, he put, he's reunited with Elliot Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel yeah, he Elliott. He didn't play well either. I didn't think he no, did that well. I, mean, that I thought Amari Cooper did Dak a great had job. A hell of a game. He, yeah, he, Amari Cooper did a great job yes. at receiver. Michael Gallup. They got a couple of receivers. I get it. Okay, they I, st- won that I game. still like the. I it was, like it was poor coaching after seeing them Thursday night. They like the Patriots were Sunday. Do you think Belichick would have gave Tom Brady a minute twenty? Do you, this, this don't, don't he would have tried not to. I would. I'll tell you that much. And obviously, you saw Brady at the end there, just genius, throwing three balls to the sideline to kill some of his stats. He's not worried about that. He's worried about punching it in and getting the three points. And it was who Ryan Suckup who sucked up and got Suck the three. No, but I'm saying those stats. three incompletions were just total fake incompletions because he was trying to just yeah. he was trying to put them in a position Brady just to kick the field goal. But I mean, I'm just saying. You look at Dallas. I think they feel the way the Patriots felt that like, all right, we got our quarterback back. The Patriots feel like they found a quarterback. And Mac Jones, so I think Patriot Nation and Cowboy Nation—they're pretty upbeat right now. Both teams are zero and one. Would you agree with that? Mm, I agree. Yes. You know what I mean? But they I, lost, but, but, but they kind of won. They feel uh, well. I mean, Dak needed this. Dak Prescott. I know I'm going off. Yeah. Off topic here. Dak Prescott needed this to to prove. I kept saying yeah. he needs to prove to himself that he belongs. If he had a shitty game. He's, he was done. He's he's going to have a good season. And don't forget, we, we talked about this when we were doing our predictions last week. That division's difficult to predict because all those teams, you could flip a coin. Washington, I picked the Washington football team. They go out. Ryan Fitzpatrick hurts his hip in the first game. They got the kid Heineke in there at quarterback now. So that they already have a problem at quarterback. Jalen Hurts had a good game. They beat the, they beat the Falcons in week one. So, of course, Philly wins a game. What about and the I, Raiders? And, well, hold on. I saw, I saw the Giants play with uh, Daniel Jones, who I think is awful. They got killed by Ted. Eddie Bridgewater and the Denver Broncos. So I think that division sort of like it's coin flip. Dallas has to be feeling really good about themselves oh, yeah. at 0 and, at 0 and 1 right now. Yes. But shifting gears, you're talking about Monday night football. The Las Vegas Raiders hosting the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson. That game was absolutely nuts. Back and forth all night. I guess Baltimore got out to a fourteen nothing start. Yeah, there was some like there was some like like late late like, game like stuff. North Providence Jets things. Well, yeah, on. I guess the um the Raiders in overtime thought the game was over. There was a pick in the uh, car threw a pick that was deflected in the end zone. So you thought Baltimore had the game. Yeah. Then de- then the Raiders got the ball back. They thought they had the game, and then they went to go kick a field goal. And rumor has it they couldn't find the kicker, or they couldn't get him on the field. Doing the replacements. So yeah, so they couldn't find uh, Nigel Gruff. Okay, yeah, with the smoke. With the smoke in his hand, with a mob burrow. Yeah. So, so they went. They said, "The hell with it. We're gonna just we're gonna throw the ball." And Cod throws a throws a bomb for forty to win the game. What a mess. And Raider Nation is very happy to be one and zero right now. That's a fluke. But you know, Chucky, oh god, John Gruden. There was some good Chucky outfits in the crowd that night, though. There was some kids dressed up as Chucky. It was pretty classic. I mean, it's. I thought it was an exciting week one in the NFL. No, it was a great. It was a great. It was. I'm I'm happy the NFL is back. I'm happy the stadiums are filling up. I just want to keep it going and no one gets sick. I don't want to see anybody stuck in COVID that plays football. And then they're going to have to shut it down and do all the bullshit. Just, just let's have a good year. We, the, the fans that pay to get the NFL Network, that pay to go see the games, that, that they get their family involved every Sunday, Monday, and Thursday, they deserve to have a good year with all the stuff that went on. I, I, that's To me, football... It brings the families together because I know, like, uh, when, when my family was taken, we would all watch it on a Sunday. It was great. Yeah. Now, I mean, we don't we don't do it, but I I like to see that. Yeah, you're with your brother. You yeah. enjoy to have spend the time. When you guys, you guys don't do that much. Yeah, 
you know, it's fun. No, it was, it was enjoyable. Win or lose, you just, you know, it's football again. You got your jerseys. You got, it's a fun. It's a good atmosphere. Don't wear the jersey any, anywhere else, though, please. You already, made, already, your, you already made your point about that. Larry had his regular Patriot shirt. I'm still you working find on them in Mac Jones? I'm still working on getting a Mac jersey, but it's, uh, times are tough right now to get, to get stock. Uh, we're 40 minutes in. 40 minutes. Let's bring up one more guy. One more guy. Okay. Aaron Rodgers. Wow. I don't think we can burn that long on him. That was just an absolute epic, poor performance. And I'll tell you one thing: he threw a couple. He threw a pick. He doesn't throw interceptions. He was off with his receivers. He he Devonte Adams. He couldn't communicate with. That's his number one guy. How bad does he want out? I don't think. I don't think. No, I don't think he went out there saying I don't care anymore. No, I don't think. He, uh, I don't think he. I, I, he wants. Oh no, he wants out. But I thought he would go out there and 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 look to be proven a point and he then said walk. He took. He said he took a shot to the groin and that. Yeah, I mean, on the flip side, how about New Orleans after the? They had another hurricane there. They had to play in a neutral stadium almost. Of course, they lined it with all New Orleans gear, but it was really a, just a neutral game. You've got Jameis Winston taking over for for Drew Brees after 15 years. He throws five touchdowns on the day. Only throws for a hundred. 48 yards but five touchdowns very efficient yeah took care of the ball solid he's a Nails. guy he's a yes he's a guy looking to get his career back after throwing 30 30 touchdowns but 31 picks his last year in tampa and he threw one of those touchdowns to former patriot receiver chris hogan so it was a it was just an awful day for uh, aaron Rodgers and the packers i think they'll fix it I, we, I don't think they're done i think you wanted to give a special shout out last week and we we forgot to do it uh r.i.p to um yeah uh, yeah, unfortunately, I got a few RIPs that I, you know, I don't want to be morbid, but it's part of what we do here, and we have to yeah, report it. Part of um, yeah, so a, a former Patriot receiver, David Patton, mm -hmm. he passed away at the age of 47 in a uh, motorcycle accident. Terrible. And a great guy, a Christian, very faithful guy. He was believed in his faith, and um, he was part of three Super Bowl championship teams with the Patriots. So RIP David Patton. Um, God rest his soul. Yeah, last week one of our um, one of our loyal listeners, Peter Del Carpini, told us that um, Sam the Bam Cunningham passed yes. away. He was a former Patriot running back back in the seventies. He was a power back back in the day, and people sometimes don't realize because he played for the Patriots that he is the older brother of uh, former Eagles superstar Randall Cunningham, yeah, well, who Randy. used to do a lot of things on the on, on the yeah. field. So it was a it was a tough week for uh, for casualties. But we, we, we have to move on. Yes, it's we part do. of life. It is. It's Circle of life. Circle of life. So we wrap up week one in the NFL. Yeah, very good week. I'm happy for the NFL. I'm happy for the fans. I mean, uh, what are your predictions going into week two? Do you have anything worthy? Well, I mean, obviously, if people say, all right, big deal. Patriots, I know you take the Jets. Are, yeah, Patriots yeah, I, playing the Jets. Okay. Got to win that game. Yeah. And, of course, that'll be that'll be a nice matchup because you got Mac Jones, the 15th pick in the first round, against the second pick. The second pick in the first round, Zach Wilson, who I think got off to a tough start the other day. He started out 5 for 13 with an interception. But I guess from what I'm hearing from Jets people, he got a lot better as the game went on. And it looks like they may have got it right here at quarterback. But it was funny because they played Carolina in week one. And they lost to the guy that they gave up on, which was Sam Donald, who they got out of USC. Yeah. And was seeing ghosts against the Patriots a couple last year in the, one of those Monday night games. So, so it's going to be interesting to see if the Jets are getting better or they're just, again... You and I keep saying it. They're the Jets. I mean, Jets it's like the they lost the kid Beckton. They drafted in the first round, top five pick. It was a, a, a left tackle. He's out for six, I think, four to six weeks. So they've if already the got a big injury there. If the Jets keep making the same mistakes over and over and over again, it's time to change the front office. 
It's well, it always it, they've done that, and it well, always they gotta, well, it, they're, well, they're not I, picking the right people. No, and it always starts with the quarterback. You have to get the quarterback position right, or that can set you back five to ten years. So, you know, you look at some of the matchups this week. That would be the game that obviously just to see the Patriots get that first win with Mac on the road before they come back the following week to face New Orleans and Jameis Winston. So it's going to be interesting to see what the Patriots are going to be after these four weeks with Brady coming in on in week four. So uh, right now, I. If I'm a Patriot fan, we're broadcasters right now, I'd be happy to see the Patriots after four weeks at 2-2. Two and two, I'd be happy. That's that's solid. I, yeah. I can respect that. It's solid. Yeah. Solid. They're, they're still average, though. They're not going anywhere this year. No. I, I You said it from, from day one, and I, maybe I'm a little delusional, but um, you could be right. I mean, you, you, I don't want you can to argue be, with me if you want. I, well, I can't argue if I, if I almost agree with you. I didn't see a lot that I liked the other day. I just think defensively, if Gilmore is not in there, he makes a difference of one or two wins. I thought Judon came on late in the game. Their defense was okay, but when you really needed a stop to get off the field, they couldn't do it. They even brought Jacoby Brissett in to run up the middle. He was a former Patriot backup. He's a clipboard holder. He oh, got the wow. he got the first down. The, and I and I'm not that impressed with Tua. I think Max a lot better than Tua, to be honest oh. with you. You know, Tua just I think Tua's yeah. team was better, but I don't think he was better than well, Max. The Patriots need a couple of things. They need better coaching. They need better de- not better coaching. They need better coaching decisions. Belichick's one of the greatest coaches of all time. I know. I know. I talk about him a lot, but he he's got to get out of the '80s thing. I'm going to punish you and all that. That's over. Well, it's I, over. I, and I I know why he did it. I understand, no, but that, of, that, uh, that's over. You're with me. You're not with me. I think it's I'm okay. with. I think I'm with you. All right. And the defense. We need. I've been seeing this every episode. Defense wins championships. I don't care how good your offense is. You still need to stop the other team from scoring. I hate to see a player hamstring us or hold us hostage, but it looks like Gilmore is saying, pay me or I'm just going to keep sitting on the pup list and, and I'm not, I'm not going to play. And without him, like I said, the secondary guys in that in that secondary, the corners just can't guard big receivers. Parker had a field day on those slants. It was first and 14, he gets 13. So then the Dolphins were in second and one, third and one. It was short yardage. It was it was easy pickings for, for, uh, for Brian Flores and company. 45 minutes. In Sports Chumps episode 14, Dean the Dream, aka MOD, doesn't stand for manager on duty, stands for master of disaster, king wow. of sting. Wow. Waves for the babes, curls for the girls. My broadcast partner, Dean the Dream. I am Mikey Nails. You're listening to the Sports Chumps. You can check us out on thesportschumps.com. Spotify is up there with all of our episodes, all of our social media platforms are up there. Just click on it and like. Or just add the page. We'll add you. We always have something going on. We always talk sports. Sometimes we do a top 10. You got any questions, concerns, comments, email Dean at sportschumps at gmail.com. Starting the first week in October, Thursday nights, 8 p.m., 88.1 FM, W-E-L-H, the Sports Chumps. Check us out if you don't like social media, if you don't like Facebook Live, if you don't like Spotify. You can always go to the dial, 88.1 FM, Thursday nights, 8 p.m. I absolutely love the way you just nailed that. Can you stop whacking the red pen off the off the uh, notebook? Because you were so solid there, but you just kept whacking the pen. Right, yeah. Less pen, less it's, ink. It's, it's, wow, that bothered you? No, I just I, I I think a couple of weeks ago I, I need you a would, fi- I need a fidget spinner. Right, but you were doing it a couple of weeks ago and it went over the airwaves. I'm just saying when I go back to listen to the product because I love the product and I'm in I'm amused by it. I'm amused by us. Okay, you know. So I just I, I anything don't, new going on over here with the with the bobbleheads? 
Is this anything new? Am no, I but it's funny you mentioned how much you like it. Do you, do you know that there's on just on the bar? Yeah, there are seven. I think it's seven. I counted last night. I'm, this is sick. I have seven different Brady bobbleheads. Just Brady, different versions now, of you, it. Where do you, you go online and get those? Where do you? Are you well, go to the store? You, you know, I'm limited. So as far as going online, it's tough. The one that you're going to see right there under the under right, the. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're, you're, you're back to the original question. Where well, do you buy them? Usually I buy them if I see them like in a sporting goods store or what do you call it, like a collectible store, usually. Where, where are they around? Well, they closed. They closed a lot of them. There's not much going one on. one in Emerald Square. Yeah, gone. Uh, uh, Providence War? Place, gone. The one in Warwick Mall oh, that's near this Nordstrom's Rack. I, I can't w- see you walking in Providence Right, well, the one that's near the Nordstrom Rack over there, yeah. gone. So that's where I bought a bulk well, of them. Connecticut has one at the... Casino. Well, I mean, you 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 don't want me driving there because you never might never see me for the next show. But see that Brady holding the when he got drafted, you holding be, the the twelve jersey. That one I ordered. I actually executed. You, you'll that be one. doing Molasanti. I think and yeah. Paulie Walnuts in the woods. I think with so. the Russian. Yeah, and then and Bacala will come with the orange outfit on and go shag <laughs> us down. But um, Brady, that Brady, I think Xavier helped me order it, but we we got it done. So that was sent to my house. I remember that was ordered. Okay. But the rest of them I've okay. bought. A couple of them were given to me as gifts. Um, you see that last Super Bowl? That was Brady's last Super Bowl, right behind the sink. You get all the boxes? No, I don't keep the boxes. Why? You, nah, because if, if I was going to keep the boxes, you keep them in the boxes for value. Well, uh, I'm not in it for the value. Oh, you're not? No. You don't have any in boxes that are worth. I got a little. I got a little. No, I got a Lou Gehrig in the box because I have it already and I double bought it or something, but I got it twice. But no, I, I'm I'm in it for I'm in it. Well, just to I'll enjoy tell you them. what. Some of the pictures behind me, I know they can't see those. those. Hey, hey, not to get not to get off topic. I thought of you today because I know you were busy doing whatever you do all day. You're a busy guy. I caught the Red Sox game. We're gonna get into MLB coming up here on the sports jumps. But I just want to let you know that on the Red Sox Mariners game today, somehow Dave O'Brien was doing the game with Lenny Donato today. And obviously Donato's picking up the slack for Jerry Remy. Right. Um, and somehow they just got into baseball movies. It was it was great. It made wow. you no, know, but it's it's so that's great. It's unbelievable how it resonates with the show that we did. Of course. Go up to to you know the sportschumps.com. You can go on Spotify, SoundCloud, go to the Sports Chums, go to our website and check it out, right? Episode 12. I think it was episode 12 where we did the I top labeled 10. It, I labeled it top 10 movies, top 10 baseball movies by the Sports Chums. And eventually we're going to put some movie into, uh, some mu- excuse me, some music into the back the of I'm going to lose my eye over here. All like right. Pesci at the yeah, bar. My bad. You know, we're doing over here, we're poking eyeballs over here on the Sports Chums. All right, let's but go. No, it was, go no, I just wanted to tell you, it was so good because they were mentioning all the movies that, that you and I have discussed. Of course, the, most of them are the same because they're so, yeah, you know. Absolutely. You know, the, the Natural was on last night. Yeah, and he said The Natural was so good. That was number one. And then the guy, someone kicked in with the Sandlot. And I oh, thought of you because yeah. that was your one. And by solid, the way, solid. Lenny Donato was weak because he, 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 don't get, don't tell me how weak it was. I know you didn't like it. He told me, a, he mentioned Fever Pitch. No, but wait a minute. He wasn't, he, he was wrong because he was talking about another movie that had a similar name. He was talking about the movie where Freddie Prince plays yes, the pitcher. It was, was called, it was called, per, per, well, again, it was called Summer Catch. Yes. And I'm going to tell you why they both thought that movie was lame because they said Freddie Prince, we like him, good actor, but obviously he was trying to, Godly. He was trying to, but he was trying to be something in the movie he wasn't. Meaning, yeah. like he showed his true colors that he couldn't pitch, and ever, he couldn't throw. You, you ever played down on the Cape Cod? You ever played at that field? N- no, I, I saw a game down there a few years. Did you ever play at the, the field in Newport on on? Um, that, I played it down there for that's eight, a nice eight field. years. That's eight a years. nice field. What is yeah. that? Is that the Cardines. Gulls? The Gulls. I played for the Rhode Island Gulls. Yeah. I played for Mudville Pub. I played for R and R Construction. I played for anybody who gave me a uniform. Not and my all. friends used to sit in the right field stands. Like if you go into Mudville exactly. and drink, yep. and they could watch me give up bombs from right field while oh, I drink. Yeah. They're drinking suds. They all have another round. Dean the Dreams giving up bombs. They're hitting houses, going through windows. What are we doing over here? Sports chumps. 
issues with the connect that's, on my phone. Yeah, I don't know what happened. You so, need a new phone. So what, Dreams off, Dreams off Facebook Live right uh, now? No, I'll, we'll reconnect in a minute. How All right, we that? go. I uh, could talk. Uh, if you want me to like banter, nah, I can. No, no, no. We're good. We're good. I'll, I'll reconnect. All right, so listen. We've got 10 minutes left. Moving on. MLB, Major League Baseball. This is your strong, strong, strong thing. Okay? Right. Let's start. Hang on. Let me just... Let me just let me just say what I got to say, and then we're going to run with you a little bit. So you got the Sox, the Jays, and the Yankees. They're all tied up. I thought it was 9-9 nine, nine, and then 9-9.5 nine, nine for, the, for the Sox. So is it all tied up right now? Because some, a lot of it's percentage points. A lot of it's just some games were later and earlier than others, and it's just right now they're in a three-way tie. Right. But the Red Sox are behind on percentage points, and I'm just going to let you know not to get into a whole story, You're Mikey. Back. Nice. Is that I always go by the loss column. So as you can see here with my statistical thing, the Red Sox are 83 and 65. The other teams, uh, the Yankees and the Blue Jays have only lost 64 games. So in my eyes, I only go by the loss column. So even though they're saying it's a three-way tie, in my eyes, Boston is behind one game. Who's making it out of those three? Come on. And you know I'm not ruling out Seattle and Oakland, but I know they're they're behind. Uh, All I'm going to tell you right now is I'm not going to tell you both teams. I don't know. I'm telling you who's. Not, I'm telling you who is getting one of the wild cards. Okay, Toronto Blue Jays. Okay, they're just too hot. You just can't stop Guerrero right now. He's got 45 bombs. Yeah, we haven't talked about Otani in a couple he's, of weeks. He's, well, well, how about how about him for MVP? I told you three weeks ago. Everybody wants to give Otani because he pitches and he Guerrero hits. for MVP. I, oh I, yeah. If your team's winning, you got to at least give the guy a run. They're starting to win games today. Bo Bichette with a three-run homer in the first inning today. They they won two out of three from the Rays, who obviously they're up nine games in the division. They're just playing the string out here because they don't have to. Right. But you know the Yankees are playing Baltimore. Red Sox, Red Sox have 14 games left, okay? They come home for a big three-game series with the Orioles. They have to win three games just to have a chance because you know what? The Rays, the Yankees, the, the Blue Jays, when they play Baltimore, you know what they do to those teams? They sweep them because Baltimore is a team you're, you're supposed to sweep. Not win two out of three at home. You go there, and even if you're in Camden Yards, you win three because but, that's what But the, 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 the Sox... The, then it's it's funny because when they go and play the teams that they that they should lose to, they're winning, and the teams that yeah. Yeah, the teams right. that they should be crushing, they're losing. No, to. you're right. It goes back to my 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 I'll call it hypothesis. You play like your competition. No, I I agree with you. But so they come home after going on the six game road trip. They went to Chicago for three games. They lost two out of three. A couple of hot because every game was one run here, one run there. So. The games just didn't fall their way, but they did lose two out of three. Now they go to Seattle. They win two out of three after Kyle Schwaber makes an error in, in the eighth inning, I believe, of, of game one the other night. Opens the floodgate for a three-run homer, but he gets atones for his, his miscue la, uh, two nights ago. Last night with a bases-loaded double to help the Red Sox win the game, followed by a two-run homer by Alex Verdugo. So the Red Sox not only win a game late, late, late last night, they got a good start from Nathan Avaldi. They come back today in getaway day, which they call getaway day when you play at 4 o'clock. And the Red Sox come back today and win in 10 innings with a six-run 10th inning. So And Schwaber, got a, Schwaber gets a two-run single in that inning also. So they've got a cut. You know, he made more than made up for the error that kind of hurt them and lost the game. Their defense has been poor. Renfro and right fields had a couple of miscues. Devis at third base today. They were fortunate to win two out of three. But they come home 3-3 three and three on this road trip. Their head is still above water. They're still in the hunt. They have 14 games left, and they come home now for— What a, are they going to win out of the 14? Well, they come home for— Give me your number. They, well, out of the 14, how many are they going to win? I would say 9-4, and four, 
nine and nine and five, ten and four is going to get you in somehow. I, I think that should be enough because right now the schedule favors them. So they're coming home for an eight game homestand starting uh, Friday night. And everyone's saying, well, Red Sox have so many days off the next few weeks. Well, that's because they've played more games than everybody else. Yeah. So it's going to even out in the wash. Everyone's going to play 162. So they come home for, for three with Baltimore on, on Friday night. So they, if they can take care of business and win those three, then the Mets come in for two. They've been kind of up and down, even if they split those two. And then the Yankees come in for three. So that's where it's really important, that eight-game homestand, because now they go on the road for their final six. But luckily for them, three at Baltimore in Camden Yards and three in Washington. So that you, you can drive from Baltimore to Washington yeah. geographically. They're not going to be all And, and they should be able to win four out of six, five out of, you know, if, if, they're, should. if they're a keyword. I don't know if they will. I don't know if they will, but that's, that's where they're at right now. So right now it's, it's Toronto, New York, and Boston. They're the three main candidates. You really got five teams fighting for two spots with Seattle and Oakland, but it's really Toronto, New York, and Boston. So there's still a lot that can really happen in, in the AL in the AL East wild card. Let's lead up. I don't. I think you got the Trump of the week as uh, the Met, uh, the Mets and uh, the Yankees in the Mets Subway Series. The per, am I yeah. correct? Okay, yeah. so let's, yeah. let's talk about the Subway Series. How. It was the, it was it was a great series, and then it turned childish. Well, you know what it is you're talking like Yankees Mets. Now, obviously, we're in New England here, but we know how big that is. It was a World Series it's years huge. ago when Piazza threw the ball, at, 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 threw the bat at Clemens, yeah. and he said, "I thought it was the ball." Nah. It's, it's always I know it was a joke, but I mean Clemens was a mess. Anyways, you're looking at this series. It's supposed to be enjoyable, but you had this whole chirping thing going on with the dugouts for a couple of days, and yeah, who's flexing after a dinga? But it was a it was a great three game series between the Yankees and Mets. The Mets win game three on Sunday night when Francisco Lindor hits three bombs yeah. to win the game. But John Carlos Stanton did something you and I talked about. And I don't oh, think boy. I've I don't think I've ever seen. He's coming around second base after a home run and he Stupid. stops on a dime and decides to talk to Lindor and Baez about whistling because there was rumors that the night before there was some whistling going on in the Yankees dugout because they were trying to steal signs. Yeah. So as far as chump of the week goes. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna tie it all into all of these guys. Stanton's yeah. one of them. Yep. But but I also believe Lindor. Well, I think Lindor and Baez are also chumps, and this goes back. Well, good. It goes back a couple of weeks because they had this whole incident in New York where Baez and Lindor were getting booed a lot, and I think Baez did the thumbs down. There was a thing about thumbs yeah, down. Yeah, no, I saw it. Okay, yeah. so that started the whole thing. So I think this still kind of was resonating and still tied into this whole thing on Sunday night where, like, these guys, they're trying to, like, they're trying to make points now with their fans because they did their fans wrong. New York fans are very educated. Francisco Lindor signed a $341 million extension to play there. Steve Cohen's got a lot of money. He paid him. You got to produce. Yes. Okay. And of course, that night, he three did. bombs he, he produced. Yeah. Okay. I'll give it to him. But Baez is another guy. He comes over from the Cubs in a trade and he's doing thumbs down. They're trying to say that one guy was trying to defend the other guy to take the pressure off the other guy. So I guess the second baseman and shortstop were in cahoots, and they're trying to say that it wasn't what it was really supposed to be. But the fans are not happy about it because they, they're entitled to boo, aren't they? Well, that's what they, they pay. Okay. They're paying salaries. You could do whatever you want. Produce. I mean, you can't start throwing things. At no, the no, no. Yeah. But, I mean, obviously, Lindor, Lindor's hitting 220 this year. Obviously, his numbers are getting up there now because he had three bombs. You know, he's yeah. got 17 jacks. But you pay this guy 341, he's not producing. The team, the team is two games under 500. They expect more from the Mets. Whether DeGrom's hurt, Syndergaard's hurt, they expect more Stan from their ball should have never... You don't stop. Just go. I I, I think that's where you... Yeah, I knew you were going to yeah. go there with Just that. Just keep don't, running. Yeah. And, and it's funny, you know, I'll give Stanton credit for one thing. 
press conference after the game. Now the ninth inning comes. First and second, they're down a run. He's at the plate against Edwin Diaz throwing triple digits, and he pops up to, of course, Francisco Lindor in the game. He said, he goes, you know what? That's one of those situations where you have to, if you're going to walk the walk, you got to talk the talk. And he goes, and I didn't. Yeah, I didn't come through. Even though the at-bat before, he hits the two-run bomb. No. And that was a game where Aaron Judge came out early because he had a little bit of dizziness going on. So there was a lot of factors going on in that game. But my point is, chump of the week is going to be a sort of a collective chump. Listen, thing. when you're nine games out, you can't talk shit. That's true. Okay. It's That's very true. simple. That's true. There's no if, ands, ors, or buts. Why do I always feel like just because they're nine games out, but if they get into that wild card, they scam me and they can still do damage. And, they, you know, there's, well, they have no business talking shit. Sox or Yankees. That's it. No, I, I agree with you on that. I agree with you. I just thought that all together, they all had a hand in it. And even though it was sort of like, I think if I if I left it to you to call Chump of the Week, you would have said it was Stan for stopping. Yeah. No doubt. But if this thing goes back a little further. See, I can't, you can't, I can't think that, I know you're going back into time when they were doing the whistling, but the, the guy, he had three bombs. Not one, not two, not three. Oh, and by the way, Stand and by the way, by the way, sports chums, family, and listeners, and fans, and list, everybody. Just so you know, Lindor hits from both sides of the plate. So I mean, he jacked. I think uh, one from the right side and two from the left side. So dog. no, it's Droopy Dog throwing our way. Wow! Wow! He's throwing dinner comments. Yeah, wow. He's solid though. Wow, I mean, I like it. He's like solid. It. Troops all over it, isn't it? <laughs> You're listening to the sports chumps here. Mikey Nails, Dean the Dream, late innings here, talking MLB. Sox still alive, 14 games to go. Still alive. Yankees, Jays, Jays are red hot. Guerrero, 45 bombs. Robbie Ray, 13 strikeouts today. He is the leader for the Cy Young in the American League out of nowhere. But the Blue Jays are just red hot. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. And win or lose, after what I saw last year with the fake 60-game season, the Red Sox, here we are on September 15th. They're playing mean, meaningful games with two weeks to go. I can live with that. Okay. Well, if you can live with it, then so can I, because you're a diehard. 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 Bruce Willis. I know we're moving on. we got a couple other segments to hit really quick, yes. but I just want to let you know, um, Mikey Nails, we talked off air a little bit about adding a couple of different segments yes, to the show. We, we haven't did. done it yet. No, but we will. We do Chump of the Week, so maybe we want to do at some point a Star of the Week. And it made me think of somebody that... Um, that had a good week in sports, and I just felt like I'd mention it really quick. I'm not. I'm not gonna crap on Heim Bloom again for moves that he made or didn't make. But um, former Red Sox left fielder Andrew Benintendi, who plays for the uh, Kansas City Royals now, yes. they've had a tough season. Mm-hmm. They're you know what other, do they do? other than Salvatore Perez, who's got like 43 bombs. Teams struggle this year. Benintendi's been up and down, but this week he was named uh, American League Player of the Week. The week, yeah. 14 for 28 wow. with three homers and 14 RBIs. He also had multiple five RBI games. So Sox gave him up. Well, they I, listen, see, this is one of those things I don't want to crap on Bloom only because I was sour on him. Now, I bought the guy's jersey for 275 It's sitting. it's, it's going to get mold on it now because I'm never going to wear it again. But I figured he was Italian. He'd be a Red Sox for 15 they, well, I know years. why you bought You know the, the blueprint, okay? Yeah. So when, when Benintendi went downhill, they traded him, and I was down on him too. So I'm not going to say that was a bad trade. But, I mean, Frenchie Cordero, what are we doing over here? That was the return. He's playing for the Woo-Sox now. So, anyways... Benintendi came up big this week, 14 for 28 with three homers and 14 Nails. RBIs. Nails. He is, um, 
his overall season's been okay. He's battled a couple of side injuries like oblique and uh, rib strains. So he's hitting 267 on the season with 15 homers and 59 RBIs in 116 games. So Andrew Benintendi, player of the week. So we're going to call him sort of like our, uh, our chump star of the week. What do you got for this day in history? This day in history, I always try to. I, always, I know who it is, but I'm not going to let you say. I always try to equate it to uh, to something that would resonate with you that you'd be excited about. Yeah, um, boxing. Yeah. So on this day in history, okay, on September fifteenth, nineteen seventy eight, wow. the legendary Muhammad Ali defeated Leon Spinks in a fifteen round title bout. Okay, obviously nineteen seventy eight. Ali's on the he's on the backswing here. He's yeah. he's near the end of the line. Okay, he, he's struggling. Holmes is going to make him look awful in a couple. Well, of and you mentioned coming it, up soon. You mentioned it before we went on the air that Spinks had beaten him exactly. It's funny, Michael. He beat him exactly. Seven you know, you know, you're boxing. Yeah. He beat him exactly seven months earlier. I had it written down, even though you said it yeah. on on February fifteenth, nineteen seventy eight. He beat him in fifteen rounds, and exactly seven months later, um, uh, Ali got over on Spinks. And and that was that was I think the last time that he had any type of a of a huge accolade at that point because yeah. he was near the end of the line. Well, he, so well, that, I, if I recall in that boxing match, if you do watch, it went the whole fifteen, okay, and you look at Ali at the fifteenth round, it's incredible how he even won. Yeah. That. So obviously, right after that, he he announced for like the hundredth time, they say the third time that he retired from boxing, yeah. even though he didn't because nah. he still came back to um he fought in nineteen eighty he came out of retirement. And he was pounded by Larry Holmes, who was actually Destroyed. a sp- an old sparring partner yes, of his he when he was when Holmes before Larry Holmes, Holmes was Holmes. Larry Holmes, Holmes is, was good. Larry Holmes is the most underrated heavyweight of all time. I might give you that one. You know a little bit more than me. You're, you and most Max underrated. Kellerman know your boxing. Spink, so I'm just the telling Spinks you. Jinx, though. A lot of people get that no? confused. The Spinks Jinx was from Michael Spinks. Uh, yeah, Not Michael Leon, Leon you know, who had yeah. T to it. And what are we doing over yeah. here? Late innings here on the I, I got the cover of Spinks. Leon Spinks on the cover of Spots Illustrated. That's a collector. Don't give that up. No. But this fight in 1980 against uh, against Larry Holmes, they stopped it in like the 10th round. He was getting pounded. That was at Caesar's Palace. And then he still didn't know when to quit. Yeah. He fought his 61st and final fight. He looked, in yeah. 1981, he lost, to, he lost to the immortal Trevor Burbick. Yeah. And that fight was in the Bahamas. Awful. It was awful. So, and, and you I know, didn't want to think about and it. And you know, it's sad. Obviously, and later in life, you know, he passed away at the age of seven of seventy four from Parkinson's. Mm-hmm. And it, they say that the I never know how you can equate a particular fight that contributed to something. It isn't the but fight. They, they, it's, they, it's the it's the years and in, in, in the amount of rounds he got pounded. Well, they said he took about two hundred thousand hits in his lifetime. That's just God. insane. But they're saying that the Holmes fight definitely contributed to the uh, to the Parkinson's. We'll never know. No, if that's you know definitive. what? I, I, I don't, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a statement. I'm gonna tell you what contributed to the Parkinson's. His Frazier fights and his fights with um, uh, Foreman. Yeah, not yeah. the. Thriller in Manila, yeah. all that stuff. They, Ro- I mean, Ro- they were getting rope a dope. If you watch all of those fights, if yeah. you watch, they, they, they were taking, I mean, they were taking baseball bats to the head. It's, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. Um, he finished fifty six and five in his career, thirty seven knockouts, and um, I thought you couldn't have put it any better than Goat. you did last week when you were talking about goats, and you were talking about we were talking. We had a little segment. We talked about guys that like how people resonate to a certain person or a certain athlete, and you mentioned Muhammad Ali first, mm-hmm. Michael Jordan second. Yep. And I think you mentioned that guy number twelve out in Tampa now, Tom Brady, as the three guys that like people think of when they think of legendary people. You go any country and they're gonna know them. And they know them. Any country. And of course I was gonna throw Larry Bird in there, but mm. Yeah, he's a case to be made for that. Magic. But I, 
We could do that. We could yeah. do that all day. But I think when you think about people that just go nuts, Jordan, you think of Ali, you think of Brady, and you just think of the best at their trade and the best at their craft. So in this day in history, September 15, 1978, Muhammad Ali defeated Leon Spinks, 15-round title bout. When back when it was 15 rounds, now it's 12. Yeah, so you can't go 15. Guy's a legend. Guy's a legend. Yeah, You are listening to... The Sports Chumps, Dean the Dream, Mikey Nails. Check us out on thesportschumps.com. Email Mike Dean at thesportschumps at gmail.com. First week of October, the Sports Chumps. Uh, we are going to be on 88.1 FM, W-E-L-H, 8 p.m. Thursday nights, first week of October. Put that on a calendar. Listen to us. Going to be on air. If you don't like listening to us on Spotify, if you don't like Facebook Live, Go to 88.1 FM, W-E-L-H, Thursday nights, 8 p.m., first week of October. Dean the Dream, what do we got here? I see a ball, says Dean Salitro, 50 years old. Salty Dogs, 10. Ryan Dodgers, 2. Save, four innings pitch, one run, two strikeouts. I can't see that. What is that? Two walks. I'm not happy about two that. Two walks. Not Save. happy. Save, 9-11-21. That's a tough one. Yeah, yeah, the date. I mean, it's you know, I game ball dedicated to your dad. That's the best. That's the best. Uh, you know, I obviously I'm glad you 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 know you looked at the ball and if you can see it on Facebook Live and anybody can see this is a uh, a game that we played on Saturday for the Salty Dogs against the Rhode Island Dodgers. We were both competing for first place in the division to try to lock up you know a potential buy in the first round. And obviously, for many reasons, so many things, so many things hit home on on Saturday to, to pitch against my old team. To try to help a team, our team, you know, solidify a one seed in the playoffs. You've got 9-11. It was 9-11 on Saturday, and we will never forget that day in our lifetime. So you almost felt like you're pitching for, for so many people. Whether it's my dad, who turned 90 yesterday, would have been 90. God bless. You know, his birthday. So, you know, for so many reasons, this game ball is, is dedicated to Lawrence Salitro Sr., you know, so, you know, but you think of 9-11 and some of the things that we've seen and, um, and you know, just the people that we lost on that day. It's just, it's just, you know, it'll always be a day that's like legendary in our lifetimes, you know, and it, we'll never forget it. Yeah, it's, it's the first ball as a 50-year-old. My dad made out my first ball when I was 10. I think I showed you that one day. You, when need, I, you need a box for this. Yeah, I got the ball holders and stuff. I've got plenty of, uh, nice. I've got it all working. Solid. Yeah, but it was just great because it was like, here I was going into a game, and I know this week to like, all right, you get a four-inning save, but we were up big in the game. We were killing that them. Is that Rebezzo's team? We beat Rebezzo's team, and then we beat him again on Sunday, 9-8 on a walk-off. How's the so greenhouses we, doing? So, <laughs> we're working on that. We're working on that. I got to meet up with him tomorrow. He's still my lawyer. What are we doing over here? He's never going to do another divorce for me, but he's still oh, my guy. Wow, wow. Late oh. innings here on the chumps, but uh, <laughs> no, so we won the game 10-2 on, on Saturday, but it was funny, like little things that people don't see, stuff that goes on in dugouts. Now, I've only been with this team for a couple of years. You had COVID last year. I didn't play. And the year before, I was new on the team. So I know guys, but I'm not close with a lot of guys. But, like, I just want to mention one of the uh, – so I get to the game. It's 9 o'clock in the morning. There's another game going on. So I'm getting there for a noon game. Oh, you got to the game okay, though. Yeah, Frank thought I should have had a police escort get me to Burgess Field. But I used the GPS, and it worked. I did go down the wrong field right before the one street down. But anyways, I got there. Okay, so I get with, the, with, with the expired sticker. With the exp all right, now you can say it. Now you can say it. Now that I rectified, I got my sticker today. I'm all updated on the car. Joe and Sons taking care of us again. The best mechanic in the state. Joe and Sons Is service that right down the street over here. Yep, nine four three six one seven nine. If you need brakes, 
uh, shocks, anything you need. He's the guy. Oil changes and obviously stickers, which he took care of today, as I forgot it yesterday. But um, this game, I get to the ballpark, and one of the pitches, see, a lot of these guys, I'm old now, so I can't play for two or three teams anymore like I used to. Right. These guys are on other rosters. So I get to a game, and there's a game going on. Mariners versus Braves, and some kid's pitching in the 30-year-old division. His name's Kevin Tessia. Well, he also pitches for, for my team, the Salty Dogs. So, yeah, let me go out and pitch seven innings, and then I think I'll start the next game against Rebecca bezel on the Dodgers and throw five more this kid's a stud he goes out and throws 12 innings he's blowing butts in between innings and he's throwing a gem the guy's just getting it done so finally my coach Spencer said you know what I can't hang this guy out to dry anymore Dean you're next so I go in I throw an inning and it's funny one of the guys in the dugout who oh, nice guy I'm not close with stud hitter hits a two-run homer in the first this guy Josh and he goes and I hear Spencer say to him he goes well, maybe we can patch the rest of this game together. You know, maybe Dean here and then this guy. and that. We had other pitchers there, yeah. but we didn't have – we had guys that can pitch. Right. We didn't have pitchers. We had guys that could get outs if you needed to get outs. Right. And we're up 10 too, so you got a little wiggle room. You could throw yeah. anybody in and throw it around, throw it around the plate. You're in. But the kid Josh in the dugout goes, I haven't really seen Dean give up many runs this year. He goes, how about Dean, 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 and Dean? Meaning there's four innings left. How about Dean to, to the end? Yeah. And that's how it played out. Solid. And it was just, it was nice. I gave up one run. Rebezo was window shopping in the ninth. I walked him. It was kind of lame. But it worked It worked out for everybody. It was a good day. Swing the bat, Frank. And yeah, swing the bat. The umpire was a little tight. Like, first of all, blue, open up the strike zone. It's 10-2 in the ninth. You're, we're you're, not in North Providence on, 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 at the Cougars. Swing the bat. Swing the bat. Yeah. We're not, the bat. On, we're not on Smithfield Road. Playing at the uh, North Providence High School. Swing the bat. Baseball. Riola's, Desano, they were all there. Oh, they all made out. They all made outs, but they all they, they had some good abs against me. But I went around their lineup twice. I pitched four innings, gave up one run, but I was a lot of traffic on the bases. But I minimized the damage. Didn't give up the big inning because obviously we had a nice cushion. You want to throw strikes, keep the game moving, and it was a good day. So I dedicated that day to my dad, who would have been nine. He was ninety yesterday. Awesome. Was his birthday. So Solid. the game ball is for him. So hopefully now we can move Good on call. in the playoffs. We've got a bye, so we won't be talking about the uh, we won't be talking about the salty dogs for a couple of weeks because we get to wait now and see what happens. We got a game tomorrow night, which finishes the season. Hopefully we win that game, finish fifteen and three. We get a bye in the first round, and hopefully we can uh, do some damage in the postseason. Solid. Hope you have a hope. You, hope you do well. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, I, you know, it turned out to be a good year. Obviously, you, you know, good. it's a bit well, of a mixed bag. You know, you there's lose a reason your, why you know the reason. You, yeah, you lose your dad, and it's, it's, you know, but you, you try to f move forward. Yeah. And unfortunately, I lost my uncle this afternoon. Uh, it, yeah, it, my father's me. brother, you know, my uncle Mondo, God rest his soul. So he's in a better place now, and now they can, you know, go up there and to they're heaven already, right away. They're, and they already, can look, they're already golfing. They're already golfing and looking down at, you know, at us, and you know, and I think it was. Uh, it, it, it was it was a good day. You got to take something good out of something bad. Absolutely, always turn always turn negative into a positive. I hear you, pal. So, episode fourteen, it's a wrap. Thank you for listening. Thank you, social media people, for viewing our wild video. We are the Sports Chumps. My broadcast partner is Dean the Dream. I'm Mikey Nails. You can check us out on thesportschumps.com. You can email Mike and Dean at thesportschumps at gmail.com. We are going to be on 88.1 FM WELH first week in October. We start on Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Tune in every Thursday, 8 p.m. First week in October, we start. If you don't like the radio, go to Spotify, search for Sports Chumps. If you don't know how to go to Spotify, go to our website, sportschumps.com. Everything you need to know about us is on that website from our shows on down to our social media. My name is Mikey Nails. I'm Dean the Dream Salitro. Have a great week, everybody. Be safe.